Welcome to the Grow Wealth Experience, where top business leaders, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world help empower you to build your best financial life. Now here's your host, Aisha Turgut. We are back for the next episode of the Grow Wealth Podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to introduce you to another real estate investment strategy for you to consider adopting in your overall investment portfolio. We're going to talk about mortgage note investing today. And this is a topic that is not too widely discussed. So I thought I would bring that on and introduce you. Now, mortgage note investing is an excellent alternative than traditional real estate investing for those investors who are looking to create passive income for themselves without actually purchasing a piece of property. So it is an excellent way to create hands-off passive income streams that is going to give you a high rate of return and the best part, securely, because you're going to be backed to the real estate itself without owning the real estate. And to help us understand this in greater detail and how mortgage note investing works, I have invited a longtime professional real estate investor, Desi Arnez from San Diego, California, to Mm -hmm. our show today. And Desi has been a real estate investor for over 40 years. So he's got this experience of 40 years in the real estate world. And his experience covers everything from owning a real estate brokerage company to flipping to landlording and now mortgage note investing. He's the founder of ACI Legacy Group, a company that specializes in mortgage note investing and the founder of Mortgage Note University. He's a public speaker and an amazing educator and mentor as well. So Desi's going to give you an introduction and an overview of how you can get started, and he's going to offer you his advice and strategies as someone who's successfully built his wealth with mortgage note investing. Hi, Desi. All right. Well, what a great introduction, Aisha. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. (laughs) How are you today in San Diego? Uh, It's nice. It's a little cool to me, but... uh... The rest of the country would say I'm nuts because it's only 69 degrees here. So I'm freezing. <laughs> yes. But yes, yes, yes. I'm spoiled. But yeah, I love I love San Diego and I really love what your topic is today. It's so near and dear to my heart. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to having this discussion with you. But before we dive into the topic, I usually like my listeners to learn a little bit more about my, our guests. Can you give us a little bit of detail into your entrepreneurial journey and especially how you moved into the note investing side of real estate? We'd love to hear that. Okay, sure, sure. Um, I like telling the story because I call it uh, my personal independence day, and you'll understand what I mean in just a minute. But in 1982, I started investing in real estate. I was already a real estate agent at that time. But I started investing in real estate as a property flipper and uh, 
and the landlord. Um, and that's what I did because I wanted to have passive income. That was my goal, right? That's what everybody, I think. That's what people, everybody wants. Yeah, that's what we all want. Generational right? wealth, we all want that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started flipping houses, which is not passive, but then I would take my profits and buy rental property. And that's what I did. I bought a bunch of rental properties during the 80s and the 90s. And then in 2013, I actually was up early on the 4th of July, 2013. I still remember it. I call it my personal independence day uh, because my wife and I were going to go to the beach and spend the 4th at the beach here in San Diego. Uh, but while I was up early, I was surfing the internet and I found some guy on there, young guy, who said uh, he owned uh, mortgages on 400 condos in Florida. And I thought, well, now that's interesting because I had owned a mortgage, two different mortgage companies in a Century 21 franchise. And I'd been an investor for, at that point, more than 30 plus years. And I'm thinking, how come I don't know about this? How, how is that possible, right? right. <laughs> That was right. what my thinking was. And so as it turns out, this guy was coming to San Diego the very next month, August of 2013. And for $1,000, you could spend the weekend with him and he would tell you all of his secrets. But of course, when you get there, right, it's $12,000. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, I spent the grand and I said, let's just go and figure this, see if we can figure this out. And because if he owned 400 um, mortgages on condos in Florida, and he wasn't even 35 years old at the time. I thought, I need to listen to this. Obviously, he's, he knows something. Very and impressive. as it turns out, I was right. He was the guy to listen to at that point, for sure. And he started talking about how you can actually own the mortgage on a piece of real estate. And you can get cash flow from that real estate without being the landlord. And after having been a landlord for 30 plus years, that was like music to my ears. Because I never liked being a landlord, it just you know, truth be told. I, but it's it was part of the job, right? I mean, if you if the job is to create passive income through real estate, then in my mind, it means being a landlord. And so, once I understood that I didn't have to be the landlord, and I did sign up for his program, and we did a little um, we did a little trade, our first trade, where we picked up. Um, he had me buying five assets from a hedge fund. They wanted to sell me five mortgage notes, but I was so afraid of mortgage notes because I had never purchased one that I decided I wanted to instead buy just three mortgage notes. And I bought two REOs that they had foreclosed on. An REO is real estate owned that Correct. the banks foreclosed on. And so I said, you guys throw in those two REOs because my thinking was very simply this, Asha, that if I lost money on the notes, I said, I know I'll make money on the real estate because I know real estate. And so I was trying to hedge my bet. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what actually happened was I lost, I broke even on one of the pieces of real estate. I lost money on one of the pieces of real estate. That was my first time ever losing money on anything. And I made money within just about 60 days or so, about almost 90 days. Um, I made about $40,000 profit on those three notes. And I said, oh my goodness. I'm on something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and by the way, one of those rent, one of those houses took me almost two years to get out of it, you know, and that's why I lost money on it. I finally just sold it to my realtor and said, "Look, just make me an offer." And she said, "You'll never take it." I said, "Just trust me, make me an offer." <laughs> she made me an offer, and I just sold it and took the hit. But 
at the end of the day, I found that I can own the mortgage on a person's home. And that's a much better position to be in as an investor because I have freedom. I don't have to deal with tenants. I don't have to deal with taxes or any of that. But yet I get cash flow from that real estate. And if the cash flow for some reason slows down, I have legal remedy. And that's what I do now. Wonderful. So maybe we can segue into if someone is, doesn't know anything about it and wants to start, um, what are some of the things they can do to find these? Or maybe you can start with explaining in detail what a mortgage note is and how that process works. Okay. Yeah, that's an excellent question. And uh, I think a good way to kind of set, set this up. Um, here's what I'd like for you guys to know. Um, a mortgage note, is, is, it's a promissory note. And it's basically an IOU. And if you buy a piece of real estate, let's say you're buying a house or a condo or something, and you're not paying cash, that means that you need to borrow money from some institution. Most of the time, we'll go to a bank or a mortgage company. We borrow the money to buy the, you know, to buy the property. When you buy, when you, uh, buy that property and you borrow the money, they're going to have you sign two documents. One of them is called a promissory note which Correct. is the IOU where you agree to pay them back over the next 30 years, right? I'll pay you $1,000 a month for 30 years or whatever. But the other document they're going to have you sign is called a mortgage. The mortgage is your pledge to the bank that if you don't pay them back, they can take your condo. That's what that means. That's, what, that's all basically a mortgage says. Hey, if I don't pay you, you can take my stuff. <laughs> and so when I say that I invest in notes, Yes, I buy the promissory note, but I never buy the promissory note without the mortgage too. It come, it's a package. Correct. And therefore, if someone doesn't pay me, then I have the very same rights that Bank of America has. If they don't pay me, I can hire an attorney to enforce my rights. Um, I can do other things too, though. I don't like to go to foreclosure. I very rarely do. Most of the time, I work it out with the homeowner if they stop paying. You know, it, I just call them up and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> it's usually some, there's something going on. If they've been paying, then all of a sudden they stop. And since I'm not Bank of America, I don't have to go to some loan committee to make a decision. I can listen to the story. And if I am in alignment with it and I can see a light at the end of the tunnel, I can literally make the decision right there. I am your lender. And um, here's what we're going to do. And I can just lay it out for them which is really nice, by the way. I, I get so many people that thank me so much, which is another gratifying thing, you know? Right. So you basically act like the bank. <laughs> I am the bank. Right. Yeah. You know how when you purchase a home, if you finance it, it's not unusual to get a letter from the lender saying, we've transferred your loan to another lender. And moving forward, you should pay that guy. Right? Yes. That yeah. means your note has been sold. To you had nothing to do with note it. investor. Yes. You don't know who they are. You have no rights in that scenario, but it's been sold. It could be me. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and you just keep making your payment. You know, that's the way that it works. Right. Now, some of our listeners may be wondering, they're probably getting excited listening to this. I want to do that, but they may only have $5,000. Are there any financial barriers to mortgage note investing or do you need a lot of money to do it? 
Yeah, that's a huge question. And uh, the short answer is, yeah, you're going to need some cash. Um, but if people live on the coast, they think that everyone in America has a $300,000 mortgage when it's just not the case. You know, a lot of Americans have mortgages under 100000 So if a person has a retirement account or something like an IRA, because you can self-direct your IRA. A self-directed IRAs, yes. Yeah, sure. They can invest that into a mortgage note or something like that. And I buy mortgage. We sold one recently for only, there was a $20,000 balance on the mortgage note. Because eventually mortgages pay it down, right? And they pay off. Yes. And so you can find them from 5000 to millions of dollars. But if all you've got is $1,000 or something like that, and even with people who only have 5000 I tell them, keep that as reserves rather than trying to invest that into the notes. Uh, and what I teach people is that if you're willing to put in the work to find the notes and to vet the notes, to do the due diligence, there are investors that will fund those deals for you. So you don't necessarily need money, but you need to bring something of value to the table. And a lot of these investors that are very wealthy that like to invest in notes don't want to invest the time to do the work and find the note and vet the note and make sure it's a good note and you know work with the real estate agents and the title companies. They don't want to do that work. And so if a person doesn't have a lot of cash, my advice to them is take your cash, keep it as reserves because you'll sleep better at night and start putting something up here, Aisha. This is where it starts right here. You start putting something into your brain. And once you, once you understand this stuff, that's when the, the world opens up for you. Yeah. So there is an alternative out there working with a private investor that as long as you do the work, just like with real estate investing. Yes, like real estate. Yes. So that's good to know. Now, <laughs> you brought up two questions for me. Where The first one is, where does one find mortgage notes? How do we find them? And then I'll ask the second question after we okay. answer this one. Okay. Um, what's interesting is that uh, I've seen the development of more and more sources for notes since I got started in 2013. In 2013, we were just coming out of the recession, right? The Great Recession. Okay. And if you wanted to buy notes, pretty much you had to go to a hedge fund like I did with my first trade, right? Um, you go to a hedge fund and they wouldn't sell you one note. You'd have to buy a small pool. That's why I had to purchase. They required me to buy five assets. They call them assets. Okay. Each note is an asset. So they required me to buy five assets. They wanted me to buy five notes. I said, I'll take three notes and two houses. They were okay with that. But today, there are websites. For example, there's a website called Paperstack, P-A-P-E-R-S-T-A-C. And on Paperstack, it's almost like a real estate multiple listing service. You can go there and people that have notes for sale, they're listed there. They list them there. Yeah. And you can go there. You see a note that you like. You can write on the site, make an offer to purchase that note. Okay. And if the seller accepts your offer, then you'll be granted access to the information that you need so that you can conduct your due diligence. That's, one, that's just one site. And, and we're seeing more and more of these types of things starting to develop. But Excellent. in addition to that, I find uh, that you can find mortgage notes by going to Craigslist, 
there are okay. private individuals that, that sell notes. Okay. Uh, for example, I purchased a mortgage note on a commercial building in a place in Florida, Melbourne, Melbourne, Florida. Never been there. I might go next month. Um, okay. and, and I didn't meet these people. They, I found them online. It was a doctor that had owned this commercial building. She closed her practice down and sold the building to a trucking firm. And the trucking firm put down 20% and the doctor carried the financing for the rest. Very nice. Yeah, it's called owner financing, right? Mm -hmm. And so she had collected payments for a few years and then she wanted to cash out. And she just put it out basically on Craigslist as she has a mortgage note for sale. And so I reached out to her and actually wound up buying two different notes from her because she had, as it turns out, she had several of them, but I purchased two from her. And so you can find them just literally online. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. But you should so, know what you're looking for. You should know what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Right. So the next question is, what kind of due diligence should we be doing when yeah. we're looking for these? Yeah, that's the key right there. If you don't do the proper due diligence, you, you could make a really bad decision and wind up buying something that you regret. You'll lose and, money on. Yeah, you could lose money on it. Or it could just be a, a nightmare. You know, sometimes you don't lose money on them, but they're still nightmares because there's so much work and you have to understand uh, there shouldn't be much work when you think about it. People just pay your mortgage payment. There's no work. But sometimes right. people don't just pay their mortgage payment. Sometimes they don't pay their taxes. Sometimes Correct. they don't pay their Which insurance. Why you have tax liens. Yes, exactly. And so there is some work involved in that you need to track this stuff and monitor this stuff and try and coordinate things and work with the homeowner. And so um, the due diligence aspect of it, when I initially started, I didn't really have a good handle on the due diligence. Uh, I thought I did but I didn't. Of course, the more you do stuff, the better you get at it. And so over the last eight years or so, uh, my due diligence checklist has grown from about 12 or 14 items to okay. more than 100 items that I look at before buying a note, before actually purchasing that note. And so our checklist is very, is very detailed, but it's grown through making mistakes, right? making bad decisions and say, okay, that'll never happen to me again. And so that goes on my checklist. And so um, eventually I had enough people asking me to teach them this stuff that I decided I would start doing a, uh, an online, uh, I started an online university that you mentioned. It's called Note Investor University. Correct. And you can go to noteinvestoruniversity.com. And so on there, I don't charge very much money at all. Unlike the guy that taught me, he charged, at that time, he charged $12,500. Now he charges $25,000 to teach people the note space. Uh, mine is $149 a month. You can quit anytime you want. You know, there's no contracts. And I teach you the same stuff that I was taught. Most people that get with us, they stay, you know. So, but I wanted to make the barrier to entry low so that people who don't have a lot of cash can still get started. And the reason that that was important to me is because most people just need a break. They just need a break. You sure. know, this, this space has been, the note investing space, believe it or not, has been around since 1938. 
when Congress approved the creation of Fannie Mae, if you've ever heard of Fannie Mae, of course. Federal National Mortgage Administration. Right. But the only people trading in the note space were very wealthy individuals, large banks and institutions, institutions. and insurance companies. It's only because of what happened in 2008, and I won't get into that today, but that's what opened the door. They were overwhelmed with foreclosures, and that opened the door to the opportunity that's here now. For the average investor. Yes. That's why I didn't know about this, even though I had been in the space for more than 30 years. And and I had to do the research to figure that out because I was trying to figure out how could I not know? How could I not? And it's because we were literally blocked out, locked out, unless you were wealthy. And so I want to open the door for people who say, I'm willing to put in the work. I just don't know what to do. (laughs) Right. Right. Which is why we're having this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I've done. And we've had over 400 students go through our training. That's fantastic. Yeah. And we meet every Saturday with a mastermind group for the students that want to participate in that. There's usually about 60 or 80 of us and we're investors and we do deals together. And I'm a believer that we can accomplish more together by not being selfish and saying, oh, this is my secret. You know what I mean? I'm more of a believer that everybody does better when everybody is open and we work together. And so that's the whole philosophy behind my school. And I'm a big believer in that we learn from others that know more than us. Absolutely. (laughs) And it's so important to surround yourself with, with others. That's what I tell my clients. That's why I tell people that I work with to surround yourself with people that know more than you. So you can learn Take that information and implement and take action. Yes. And one more thing. Listen to an old man now. All right. Okay. (laughs) One more thing. You are exactly right, but you didn't finish the thought. All right. Please finish. You've got to now pay it to the next generation because you know more than they do. So don't push them away just because they don't know more than you. Very good. Very good advice, Jesse. Fair enough. Yeah. You've got to bring the next generation along. You must. So important. Yeah, you must, especially your family, if they will come. You know, sometimes family doesn't follow. But if your family will follow you, and by the way, they weren't following me when I was in real estate. I have four kids. None of them were interested in flipping houses or landlording. They saw what my life was like. (laughs) But. Once I got into the note space, now my daughter is involved, her fiance is involved, my granddaughter is involved, my grandson is involved. They're all investing in notes. They get it. And they're and they were just not interested in flipping a house, swinging a hammer, you know, being a landlord. It was just not there. And so if people really do want to create a legacy business, I think note investing is a perfect legacy business to, to create. Excellent. Excellent. So do you have anything else you want to add to our listeners? Other advice from your sure. experience you want to share? Sure. Sure. Um, I'd like to say this. I, I don't ever want anybody to think that I am anti-landlording because I am not. I, I do advise people that if you have, 
a heart for landlording or flipping houses, you should do that. But don't dismiss notes. Correct. Um, if I wanted to own real estate, which right now I do own a couple of properties, but I bought them because I got the note, which I get the notes far cheaper than the value of the real estate. But I got them by getting the note and then the homeowners either didn't pay me and, and I foreclosed and now I own the real estate or the homeowners just gave me the real estate because they did not want a foreclosure on their credit and they knew they could no longer afford it. And so they literally just give me the real estate. And so if someone's interested in real estate, owning the mortgage is a way to buy real estate at really deep discount. So I'm not saying don't invest in real estate, but I am saying do invest in paper too. If you're As a diversification it. means yes. diversify. Yep. Yes, yes, do both. If I were younger, I'd certainly do both, but I've done enough real estate that I don't want to do anymore. But that's just me. You know, I'm 69 right. years old, so I don't want to do any more of that. Right, right. I, I like just having cash flow coming in, which mailbox money, and that's, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, it all depends on your risk level, your need, right. what you're looking to accomplish, and your goals. Right. Absolutely. I'd love to invite your folks to come on over to my, um, to my, um, uh, university. And here's the, a, a special offer, if I may. We haven't even talked about this, but I can make a special offer for your folks. I mentioned that ours is one, uh, our membership is $149 a month, but if your people are interested, I can enroll them um, at $97 a month and it'll never go off. You know? So if they're yeah. interested, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. And then um, our, um, our coaching, our, our program includes live coaching too. You know what I mean? And that's not an extra charge. They, they'll get to talk with me, not just go through some class online, but they'll get to talk with me one-on-one. Yeah, -on -one. Best way to do it. And I think that they're going to appreciate if they like what we do, they'll appreciate what you've brought to the table here today. Absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah, this is All good right. All right, Desi. Thank you so much for your time. Our listeners are really very valuable, insightful information for us today. Well, it's my pleasure. You guys understand this. Can I just leave this one thought? Absolutely. Okay. You can change the direction, the financial direction of your life. It doesn't matter where you are right now. You can change it to the direction that you want. And it's not nearly as hard as people make it out to be. And so that's a big message that I'm always working with our team on is helping people make the right steps. And so I'd love to see you guys uh, turn your finances around and just put the money thing in the rearview mirror so you don't ever have to think about it. All right. Wonderful. All right. Thank you very much, Desi. You have God a great day in, in San Diego. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. And don't forget, like and subscribe to the channel.